0: You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks.
1: worried Auburn family, welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion on the E2C Network finally back in the W column that only took a one game we'll skid for, for for me to be able to say that again back in the W column for Auburn today as they improved to 23 and 2 on the season and make it 11 and 1 in Southeastern Conference play as they get a big home win today over the Texas A&M Aggies they're really struggling Texas A&M Aggies by the score of 75 to 58 and I'd really you know that I don't think that score does the game justice really I I and I, I could be wrong, like just from my perspective and my point of view, I think this was a lot more of a one sided game than than it looked, especially in the defensive end for Auburn. But uh, to do that and to discuss this game and everything going around inside the Auburn basketball program, I brought in my dad and co host again. Dad, how are you? I'm good. It's a W. W's yep. are good. That's right. That's right. A big, big home W mm-hmm. for Auburn today. Hello. College game shooting. day was there. College game day, an incredible atmosphere. You know, Dan mm-hmm. Shaw and Jay Billis. I had Reese Davis and Seth Greenberg and Lafonso Ellis all in the building. And college game day, you got to see Bruce, got to see SUNY Lee.
2: Suni?
1: And, yeah. yeah I, I, look, great atmosphere for early game, especially. But uh, came out a little flat. Came out a little flat, had some shooting struggles, but uh, but uh, so did Texas AM. So um it's a it's a win and we'll we'll talk about you know individual stats and kind of the 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 flow of the game here. In just a second, but I'll get your overall thoughts on the game. Overall
2: thoughts on the game. Uh, our defense, our our defense is elite. Maybe the one of the best in the country. Um, our guards are are unbelievably good at at uh, pressuring the ball and switching screens. And uh, and if they get beat, they have a human eraser standing behind them that is is phenomenal offensively we need to find before tournament play starts we need to find somebody who can consistently make a three-pointer right. they're taking it away from jabari he's not it i thought green was it he missed his only one today i thought kd was it oh for five today
1: yeah
2: uh, i made fun of the school on the west side of the state for going three for 30 from three at home We just went three of twenty-five at home. Yeah, we have got to find somebody who can consistently hit an open three-pointer because we can get into the lane, and when we get into the lane, they're collapsing now on our pick and roll and not letting Kessler get the lobs. So when Wendell or Zep passes that ball out, you gotta you gotta knock down that three. Yeah, Uh, I agree. It's it's going to come back to bite us. And I hope it doesn't come back back to bite us uh, in the March. tournament.
1: Yeah, in March. Yeah. yeah, look, anybody that knows college basketball, anybody that knows the the how you win in March and how you win in the tournament, you've got to have good guard play. And the, mm-hmm. good, the NCAA tournament, especially, is all about guard play and especially about three point shooting. And it's shown in the past and in the history. And you look at the Auburn team that made the their huge run into the Final Four, you know, two years ago. For three years it ago, all three. it was all three, literally all threes. Ask North Carolina. It was all threes. Ask Kansas. It was all threes. And look, you've got to find at least one or two of those guys you can go to. and that Okay, that's good. That's a three. No matter what yeah. the contest is like, no matter what the defense is going, no matter what the momentum of the game, you've got to go to that guy and get a bucket.
2: See, and <clears throat> this team's different. We don't have to have ten threes in a game. Like like that team in in 2019, yeah. they were I worried that we would go into a building and because of the sight lines or whatever, we wouldn't shoot well and we yeah. would we were gonna get beat if we didn't shoot well. Yeah. Um this team, we go three of twenty-five from three today. And in, and you're right, 17th. that game yeah. was not that close. Yeah. Uh Jay and Dan, even going into halftime, Jay was like. This feels like a 20-point game, not a 13-point game. Yeah. And he's right. Auburn was in control of that game from the very beginning. And, and if, if the 2019 team would have gone three of 25 from three, oh they'd have gotten run out of the gym. So I'm not saying that we need Bryce Brown out there.
1: Yeah,
2: We just need KD to make a shot. Yeah, or, or, or Wendell to be able to make a shot. I trust Jabari. We were talking pre-show if Javari shoots it it's a good shot and yeah. and i trust him to make most of them he didn't yeah. shoot well today he was 1 of 4 from 3 yeah. but but I, we've got to find somebody else that can knock that three down and we don't have anybody right now
1: yeah we got to be able to find that but let's get away from the offense a little bit let's let's immediately jump into the defense this is uh, this is one of the best defensive performances i've seen auburn basketball perform ever and especially in the first half an unbelievable defensive first half allowing 18 points look they they were 0 for 10 in the first half from 3 they ended up making three in the second half but they shot 17% from the field and a lot of that is not just them missing it is contests and it's good defense and pressure and it's block shots and it's uh, it's look that was a great defensive performance by Auburn didn't shoot the ball well at home that's rare that, that really is rare, but mm-hmm. it, it, it came out of the defense event.
2: The, uh, they made seven shots in the first half. Yeah. Walker Kessler blocked seven shots in the first half. Yeah. He had as many blocks as they did made field goals in the first half. Our defense was, was like you said, I, yeah. I, it's maybe as good as I've seen because those guards can get after you on the perimeter and they can be as aggressive as they want because Zepp's back, we're rotating now, and nobody's playing over 30 minutes. Yeah. So Wendell doesn't have to play 36 minutes and be everything. Wendell can Wendell can play 18, 20, uh, 22, 24 minutes, and, and, and we're still, they can go as hard as they want to go because they know they got the guy behind them. That's just, and Jay even mentioned during the game, well, they took Walker out. He's the leading shot blocker in the SEC, and they replaced him with the fourth-place shot blocker in the SEC, Dylan Dylan Carwell, who had a great game. He didn't block a lot of shots, but he did everything else well.
1: Yeah, yeah, Dylan played a great game, but let's talk about the man of the hour that you just mentioned. And Not a huge game for scoring for Mr. Walker Kessler, but his second of the season, not just the season, but the SEC season, triple-double. He goes for 12 points, shooting five for seven, from the field, 11 rebounds and 12 blocks. Look, uh, I'm speechless when it comes to this guy and his importance and his impact on the basketball floor. Jay said it a lot during the broadcast, and people have said it a lot, and we've said a lot. Not only is he blocking 12 shots, but he's changing 30, oh, and he's wow. changing 40, and he's Not only is he changing those shots on the inside, but he's making people shoot from outside because they're scared of Walker. They're intimidated by Walker and they don't want to go inside because they know he's the lead. He's the leading in the country and block shots. He's going to block my shot. I don't want to look stupid like that. So I'm going to not go in there and it just changes the whole game, changes the whole flow of the defense. Just like you said, it allows our guards to take more chances like Zep, like KD, like Wendell, and those are three of those guys that are really, really good defenders. defenders, and that would really that really benefit from the fact that they can make those those chances and take those risks and opportunities to to get steals and to reach and to uh, to play so far out front, knowing that they have a guy like Walker Kessler behind them. And if they don't have Kessler, they have Jabari Smith, or they have Dylan Cardwell, or they have another big guy to swap that shot when it when they get by. He
2: is, he may not be the best pro prospect on our team, although I think he's becoming a better pro prospect as the yeah. days go by. He is the most important player on our team. Yeah, uh, I, I love Jabari. I think Jabari is the best player I've seen in college up close oh, wow. and personal in yeah. a long time. Um, but Walker Kessler, uh, he changes everything. Uh, Jay Billis was like, look, he's the national defensive player of the year, and there's really not a close second place, and there really isn't. I don't know who you say is doing more on the defensive end than Walker Kessler does, because you're right. He had 12 block shots or whatever today, but he probably had 17 more that were changed, or like you said, people are terrified. That team was Terrified of him. Yeah. They were terrified of him. He blocked one guy's shot, and the guy he traveled to get away from Walker to shoot it again. They didn't call it, but he missed it. He wasn't even close. Yeah. And that's a guy that went to Duke. He's a pretty good basketball player. Yeah. But he was mortified to go in there and challenge Walker Kessel. And then late in the game, a guy challenged him on a dunk. And Walker <laughs> blocked that. Yeah. I, he he just I, and And Jay kept saying he keeps – I wonder how many he's blocked with his left hand. He blocks them all with his left hand. He does. It's all left-handed. I I don't understand. He's a right-handed player. Yeah. But every block shot, I mean, probably 99% of his blocks are with his left hand. Yeah. And they continue to call fouls because he's big. Stop it. Please, goodness. Even if it's
1: not like the one over by the sideline, over by the jungle, what in the world (laughs) – no, no, we're not getting to the officials because he's, you'll go on a rampage. He's just, he's just bigger than the
2: officials and they're jealous. They wanted <laughs> oh, to be gosh. that tall and they can't be. He look, Walker Kessler. I, I, I don't know what else you can say about him. 12, 11, and 12. Yeah. The only guy with more triple doubles in the SEC is Shaq. <laughs> Shaq. Yeah. I mean, and, and Shaq was a was a monster at LSU. Yeah. Yeah. This dude is coming in. Somebody came in and somebody tweeted today. Uh, I, I hate to think what it'd be like to play without Walker Kessler. And I said, ask at Carolina basketball. They they're finding out what they it's know. Like to
1: play without. Walker they know. And they put a, they, on they put a butt whipping
2: on Florida state, but, but if they'd have Walker, a lot Better of those Duke. Duke shots would have been yeah. changed.
1: That's right. That's right. We're getting into more Carolina, than I really do today. but no, it's fine. Um, Let's talk about the leading score. And I, when I saw the stats, I didn't really kind of keep track on the leading score because on the bottom of the uh, by the scoreboard, they have Walker stats. The final like seven minutes of the game just stay mm. just stay on there because of the triple double watch. watch. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know Allen was our leading score until I looked at the stats after. And look, Allen had a pretty good game. Allen yeah. is one of those guys where. Yes, you know what he brings on the defensive end. You know what he brings size-wise, which helps tremendously on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. He's also a guy that has struggled with his shot recently and struggled with Massively. his explosive li- explosiveness because he, he doesn't really trust that Achilles yet. And I'm not saying, like, you need to trust the Achilles. Like, that's not, that's not something he could change with a snapping finger or the wave of right. a wand. Right. That's something that's, that needs to be built over a long, long period of time. And he's not, he's not there yet. You know, we, we're not, this isn't the Allen from last year that was dunking all over people and shooting threes from the logo. This is not that Allen, but this is the version of Allen that is going to get better and better and better. And we see that in this game with 16 points. He only goes one for six from three, but he has 16 points. He has four rebounds. He goes five for six from the throw line. Maybe we're starting to see a little bit better in the, in the, in uh, a little bit of a mindset of Allen, knowing that he's still that guy, he's still a guy that can go win SEC Player of the Year. He's still a guy that can do that sort of stuff. He just needs to, he just needs to build up that confidence again and trust that Achilles and get back in the group.
2: He went four or five from two, so yeah. he went four or five from two and five or six from the free throw line. Had four boards, two assists. Look, in the beginning of the game, uh, he had the first four points for us. Mm-hmm in the beginning of the game, we came down and, and ran that pass to the wing, and then the point guard goes over the top, and it's a handoff. Mm-hmm. And he made a very lazy handoff slash pass, and their got knocked it out of bounds. And I was like, oh, my gosh, get him out. Sometimes I think he's still thinking too much. Mm-hmm. He had a little brain fart there. And, and if he can just play, it, look, if we get 16 points, four boards, and two assists out of Alan Flanagan, I'll take that every game for the rest of the for the rest of the year. Yeah, and we may no be doubt. cutting down the
1: nets. Oh, if you if you get 16 and four from Flanagan from and five him, or six from the free throw line, you will be cutting down the nets in April.
2: It's yeah, all it's all gravy in my opinion for Malin right now because because yeah. he struggled so much, he was hurting out, and then he struggled to get back. He showed a little bit of explosiveness. He Mm -hmm. uh, went down, drove by a guy on the baseline and and went up with both hands and dunked it. Yeah. So maybe that explosiveness is coming. Yeah. Maybe if he just won't think. It looked like on that pass that the bout drove me crazy, and it was early in the game. It looked like he just was like, oh, yeah, we do this all the time. This is routine. I'll just toss it back. And the guy made a good play, knocked out of bounds. And I was like, Alan, good night. Yeah. But then, like you, you look up at the end of the game, he's at 16, and you're like, well, maybe he had a really good game today. Yeah, and he did. He, did. he did.
0: Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com E2C network to join the E2C network booster club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode.
1: Let's talk about, we talked about a lot of the starters and, you know, KD going over five from three, still going to score 11 points. I don't understand how he gets Double digits almost every single game, but he continues to do so. The importance of Zap being back and the, the just the minutes that you talked that we talked about when you're talking about Wendell. But let's talk about a few guys on the bench. I want to talk about three in particular. Wendell's not one of them. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about three. Let's let's talk about Jalen first. Jalen had a fantastic basketball game, and no, he had five points. He went two for six from the field. If somebody looked at that, they wouldn't say he had a fantastic basketball game. But for those who watched the game and watched kind of the flow of the game, especially the second half, look, Jalen was incredible. There was a point where a few friends of mine that were watching the game it was like, why isn't Jabari in the game? He's been sitting for a while. I'm like, Jalen's playing great. Why would you, you know? Waste, why would you kill Jabari's legs right now when Jalen's playing his tail off? He's got a he ended up with 11 rebounds, which tied Walker for the most in the game. He was he was great.
2: Yeah, look, there was one series in the second half where we missed the shot and Jalen got the rebound, passed it out. We missed the shot, Jalen got the rebound, and passed it out. We missed the shot, Jalen got the re- It felt like he he got like three or four of them in a row.
1: Yeah, he have five offensive rebounds in the game,
2: and 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 we were getting beat on the boards in the first half yeah. and needed somebody to go after some rebounds. Jalen Williams said, all right, I'll go after him. He reminded me of Devin Cambridge game against Missouri.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All of a sudden Jalen Williams is getting every rebound. It's like, where has this been?
1: Yeah.
2: He's our, he's our Swiss army knife. He played, played great. We got, he only had five points and he only played 16 minutes, but he had yeah. 11 points two assists, and two turnovers. Yeah. Uh, so, but what it also does is is when they're pressing pressing us like that, it's okay if Jabari's not out there because Jalen can handle the bar, ball against pressure.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: And and if he rebound, if he gets you eleven boards in sixteen minutes, I, I, again, that's all gravy. Yeah. That's I agree. That's a guy that you're like, wow, what yeah. a, what a great great game that was.
1: Yeah. Jalen, look. Jalen's not going to win player of the game today, but I I really think he should be in the consideration. And people are going to think I'm crazy for thinking that when they just look at the, his scoring, but Again, we only scored 75 points. Our league score had 16. We didn't ha- do a lot of scoring in this game. This game was the dirty work and the defense, and Jalen was great on, b- with both of those.
2: Uh, and it, it, look, if you just look at scoring, you think Williams didn't have a good game. You think Z- Zepp Jasper wasn't that important. Yeah. We found out how important Zepp Jasper <laughs> is the last two <laughs> yeah,
1: games. Yeah, we did.
2: So, so uh, Williams, we didn't – We don't depend on him to score a lot of points. Mm -hmm. We don't feed him in that high post like we do Jabari, trying to get Jabari shots. But if he's going to grab you 11 boards, he's going to have games where he's going to score 10, 12 points. I agree. He's getting those offensive rebounds. He's going to get them.
1: Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about these next two that I want to talk about. We can talk about them kind of together. Let's talk about Devin, Cambridge, and Dylan Carwell. I think these two players had two of their best games in the season. And I'm not saying that because they combined for 19 points and were a huge part of the bench and seven rebounds and two steals combined within each other. And look, let's talk let's get to on Devin real quick. Devin, I don't know why he's still shooting. I understand he is a shooter, but he goes 0 for 4 in this one. I just don't think he has that rhythm that he had his freshman year when he had like a few games where he went for seven or eight threes, you know, that game with, uh, mm-hmm. against LSU where he just, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden. And, um, so I, but look, he was incredible, incredible attacking the rim today. And we saw with a few highlight type real dunks mm-hmm. with, with that. And same thing with Dylan. Dylan is a guy that you, you think he's more of an energy guy. And he is, he brings such great energy, but he, look, you have that coming off the bench after a guy like Walker. <laughs> you take it, yeah, just like you said earlier absolutely. with with Jay and what Jay said in the during the game that you bring in, you replace the first place in blocks in the SEC with the fourth place in blocks in the SEC. And Dilly Carwell, he only he didn't have a block tonight, but he was he was changing shots. shots. He had three mm-hmm. boards. He had nine points.
2: Uh, yeah. Look. All right. So let's start. Let me start with Devin. Okay. Um. 0 oh, for four from three, which means he was four or five from two. And, and he was two and two from the free throw line, Had four rebounds and two assists. That's the game. You take away all those three pointers from Devin and that's the Devin Cambridge that I want to see on the floor. Every time, yeah. stop, stop shooting threes. It's yeah. not working, but you can get points otherwise. And you can get points and be on sports center. Yeah. Sports center is not going to put you on for your three point shooting they are going to put you on when you take off from the logo of the free throw the sec logo yeah. and one hand dunk so hard that everybody in the gym is like, Oh my goodness. I think yeah. even their sideline was like, Whoa.
1: Yeah.
2: I know that the guy that was standing under the basket ran away when he saw you come. Yeah. And then you had a really nice setup alley-oop where Walker back your guy and nobody helped. And that was a great play in the first half. And then yeah. in the second half, uh, it was Wendell who missed him on the on the first drive on the initial drive because he was coming on the baseline and he just went to the other side. Wendell came back around and threw the lob and he cranked it with one hand. Yep. I, at one point, I think Shulman was the guy who said he's getting greedy with his dunks. He's dunking yeah. everything. Yeah. That's the Dylan Carwell. That's the Devin Cambridge I want to see. Yeah, Dylan Carwell. I, all I need you to do is give the most important player on the team breathers yeah be there in case they in case they call fouls for him being called (laughs) that's right so and carwell does that nine points he had a couple he he had a couple alley-oop dunks yeah he's uh he's exciting the one from jabari a 610 to a 611 guy you love seeing that he uh he had a really strong move where he got fouled and got an am one uh he went three of five from the free throw line uh, look, he made his first missed the next two and then his final two were perfect beautiful beautiful yes. I mean, it, it looked like a guard shooting those free throws. Yeah. so yeah it nine points three boards I'll take it because you're combining that with Kessler at the five position you're getting 21 points and 14 boards and uh 11 block shots 12 yeah. block 11. shots yeah so yeah I'll take that from a five position every game.
1: Yep, that's right. <laughs> no doubt about it. But uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and do player of the game. I think this is simple. I don't think we need to go separate in this. I, just like I said earlier, I think Jalen is probably my number two on this, even though you could say Allen, you could possibly say a guy like Jabari or, or even a guy like Devin, You had a great game. But it, it's simple. It's easy. You're going to get what probably will win SEC player of the week this week from his two, his two games. Uh-huh. I don't know who she
2: boy tonight had 27 and 20. Who does he
1: play for? I, that, I don't, I don't even know who he plays for. Um, but look, Walker Kessler, triple double, 12 points, 11 rebounds, 12 blocks. He's the player of the game. I don't think you need to go any different than what I just did.
2: No, I, I'm not going to go any different. Yeah. Walker Kessler was the best player on the floor yeah. today. And they're really, really not a close second for a best player on the floor.
1: I agree. He I did.
2: Agree. Everything at one point the the announcers were like, you know, he's got a bunch of blocks, he's getting some rebounds, but he's only got like two points. And he went like four straight possessions with a bucket.
1: He heard him, and I know one he of them,
2: him. one of them was a was a he faked into the it middle, was a post I mean, move, when... and the drop step dunk. I was like, yeah. holy cow, that's a great move.
1: That's why I they think
2: walkers trying to get better.
1: Yeah yeah he's well, working on it and that post and me, they had, was it was great well it's why north he didn't fit in north carolina because he did, he wasn't able to do that at north carolina and they didn't they didn't want a guy that didn't want to do that and he was like hey, well i don't really fit here so i'm gonna transfer i know north carolina yeah. fans saw that and are going what Who? what in the world
2: yeah who, but who's that guy he he was yeah. he was he was the best player on the floor the post moves were fantastic. He, he does everything. Yeah. He he does everything. He is um, he's that guy right now.
1: Yeah, that's right. So Auburn is back in action on Wednesday, February 16th this week at 8 PM at Auburn arena against the Vanderbilt Commodores, the, the Vanderbilt. I, I don't know much about this vanity team. I know about Scottie Pippen Jr. I know he can be SEC player of the year type candidate. I know he could score at will and against whoever we want, but look, him against Zep Jasper is going to be fun. And I know Zep or KD is going to be on him and I know it's going to be a great matchup. And look, I don't think they have a big to compete with either of our forwards or even off the bench, but uh, I'm not expecting a washover game, you know, with Stackhouse coming in, it's, it's always a big deal, but uh, mm-hmm. we will be there. We will be at the game we on Wednesday night. Game, I'm, ex- yeah. I'm really excited about that, being back in the jungle. I went to a few games earlier in the year when we weren't even, like, top 15, and that, was, that feels so long ago. But, uh, yeah, but uh, I'm excited to get back in the jungle and, uh, and uh, get a, get another win to add to Tennessee, this. Tennessee
2: beat Vanderbilt tonight by nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I was in Knoxville. Um it looks like uh Pippen had um, 23 points. Yep. They've He's got a good. guy that Stute, S T U T E had 17 and their guard, the other guard had 11. That was about it. Yeah. Well, they, uh, they, they 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 do not have Yes, they have I believe they've got a seven-footer. They don't have a post presence that we have yeah that's a game over should win and should be prepared to go to Gainesville on, on
1: Saturday on Saturday the February 19th we will be in Gainesville against the Florida Gators look that's another that's another one I had circled right as SEC play and we're getting ahead of this Vanderbilt game but that's another one that I had circled right before SEC play started like okay a
2: scary game
1: i'm not scared of Florida, because if I was scared of Florida, I would have been scared when they came into Auburn. And they look, they played a great game when they came to Auburn. Kyle Castleton mm-hmm. is a great big player. Yeah. And, but that I am scared of Gainesville. I am scared mm-hmm. of Gainesville. We don't I play them. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's hard to play them. <laughs> so, it's
2: so Vandy will come in. Um, they just took a loss to Tennessee. They were kind of getting their feet underneath them. They've beaten LSU and some other teams like that. But, uh, but it, it'll be fun to, to be in a, be in uh, Neville uh, Coliseum and uh and and it'll be my Little first jungle. be my first game there uh, this, this year. year so yeah. I'm excited to, yeah. to get back down and I wish it wasn't eight o'clock but it is right. what it is. That's all
1: right. We'll go ahead and get out of here. Um uh, we will be back to discuss the Vanderbilt game later on next week and the Florida game next weekend uh until next time we're eagle